0: Hello, Fools. Nathan Hamilton here. Special edition of Where the Money Is. Today we're going to be talking a company that spans both consumer goods and technology, Amazon. The uh,
1: Yeah, so we're talking about Amazon today, mostly because they're not only one of the largest and most... uh, uh, popular uh, e-commerce websites in the country, but they're also becoming increasingly disruptive in the technological world. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, there's also the drone thing, so that's also really important. <laughs> yeah, it makes headlines. A little bit, Or 60 yeah. Minutes, put it that assuming, way. Assuming the
0: FV, uh, FAA gives them approvals, but we'll see. Yeah, I think it's uh, 2015 or 2016 that they're looking for it. Oh,
1: my God. Do you yeah. think we're actually going to get like things delivered to our
0: balcony here at the headquarters or anything? I, I think it's absolutely something that's going to happen. I mean, right now... If you think in 2014, 2015, it just seems like a crazy idea. Right. But Amazon's already doing same-day delivery in a lot of different metro areas. In fact, what was it, a week or two ago, they're going yeah, the to the D.C. Us, metro area. Yeah, to yeah. D.C. as well. And I know, um, you know, being a, a Prime member myself, um, when you do even have a product shipped to you, they may say two days, but sometimes it's even showing up quicker. So they're definitely working on this sort of, I guess, uh, under promise over deliver for sure and ultimately in the future i, I think you're definitely whether it's going to be drones delivering it or trucks you know drones seems a little crazy i would
1: be willing to pay an extra fee for a drone delivery just because it's
0: cooler <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean the technology is there i mean we've seen with their drones they've obviously got the uh the technological innovation to do it with their with their engineering background and so forth so we'll see it's a, it's an interesting topic for Certainly. sure. Yeah. And this isn't
1: to take away from their retail operations. They keep growing by 15, 20, 25% a year. And this isn't to take away from a much smaller competitor like Overstock.com, which is also you know, in the e commerce business. It grows by 10, 15% a year. Like, Amazon's growing faster and it's an $80 billion elephant. So they're mm-hmm. doing really, really well in everything. But uh, getting back to the, you know, what they're starting to do with technology and their cell phones and everything, let me ask you a question. Is Amazon a tech company now? I think it's always been a tech company. You think I, be, Bezos was plotting to become a tech company when he was
0: well, books, books? Maybe, but you know, ultimately, if you look at the company as a whole, I would say it's a tech company and a retail wrapper. We've okay. discussed this before. Yeah. Um, really, what makes Amazon successful is being able to be as efficient as possible. Actually, if we go back, I remember uh, reading a book about Amazon. And one of their original ads that they put out for an engineer was you must be able to do this job more efficient than anyone else can. So not only are they focusing on engineering talent, but they want them to be do more efficient. you remember what efficient. year this was? This was late 90s, early oh, wow. 2000s. So this Where- is like a
1: constant
0: efficiency yeah. driving yeah, thing. absolutely. Yeah. And so if you back that up to where the company is now, surely they may, may sell diapers, they may sell whatever goods you pack How do you, you know I buy up. diapers on that? <laughs> 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 Whatever products, you know, diapers.com, who, who essentially they beat previously. But I did read that. Yeah, yeah, you know, if you look at how they're able to reach that goal, it all comes down to engineering talent and being able to provide consumers with some sort of value at a better price. You know Walmart that's sort of their motto is compete on price right whether they're doing that successfully and providing the value that Amazon does you know could be argued but I mean what's your take in, in terms of what you see on Walmart and, and the competitive environment
1: Well you've got Walmart and like you know as you mentioned before, still um, e-commerce is about ten percent of you know penetration rates into to all of retail. Walmart's going to in a couple of years probably reach 500 billion dollars in sales there's still a massive retailer. Um, and as I mentioned before, Amazon's still an eighty billion dollar elephant. It's so small compared to Walmart, ha ha ha. Mm. But um, they're still getting most of their revenues from the retail end. Um, in the quarter end of June 30th, total net sales were 19.34 billion dollars, just in three months. 13.278 billion was electronics and other general merchandise, like the diapers. Mm-hmm. And uh, 4.84 billion was media. And then just 1.2 billion for the quarter came from other non-retail business lines, like AWS. Do you see that becoming the next great growth driver to become 10, 20 billion dollars a quarter, or is that what, what's the angle with stuff like AWS and the actual technological initiatives yeah. the company's taken?:
0: It's tough to say. you know, looking ten years into the future with the pace of innovation, technological change, who knows ultimately. But some analysts have pegged a value of around $50 billion on Amazon Web Services, which for for anyone that doesn't fall too closely. Just because of its
1: dominance? Because of its
0: cost effectiveness? Yeah, it undercuts everyone on pricing. But if you look at the value of this business, they peg it, like I said, around $50 billion. Now this comes down to what they provide in the cloud, which is just the basics. If you're starting up a website, if you're a startup technology company, you're going to need database storage, you're going to need hosting, all of this. And this is what Amazon provides to their customers. And obviously, you know, this kind of gets back to what we were talking about before. Are they a tech company? Are they a retailer? I would say on this end, they're taking their tech expertise and building a tech company. For sure. And they're competing, if you For look sure. at it. They are absolutely competing with the RackSpaces the Microsofts of the world. And some would argue probably leading in this area as yeah. well.
1: Now, they just had their first sequential decrease in revenues from AWS. But you have an interesting theory about this, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, it, it all comes down to commoditization. Yeah. Um, like I said, with Microsoft, Rackspace, of course, providing similar cloud services, it's almost ubiquitous that that, uh, that companies and startups are using cloud services for their back end. So when you've got that happening, obviously there's a competition on price and be it that Amazon already, when they introduced AWS and, and their cloud services, was undercutting everybody on price, you're getting more and more aggressive. If we look back to earlier... So this is this, an arms race, for Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. If we look back to early 2014, Amazon cut their prices, let's see, on their simple storage, which they call S3, at the high end, by 65%. Wow. Yeah. So... I can't
1: imagine too many products you can do that with. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Amazon is willing to sacrifice profitability to gain market share. For sure. Yeah. But what happened after that point as well is Microsoft came in, Rackspace came in, other cloud providers came in, started matching prices, or in some cases actually besting Amazon with with their cloud pricing. So what do we think about their other tech
1: uh, tech initiatives like the recently announced Amazon Payments? Mm
0: -hmm. Again, it's it's sort of thing. It's a price thing. Yeah, (laughs) if you look at it, they charge one point seven five percent per transaction. That's the cut that Amazon Local Register is taking when you and that's a promo rate, I read. It is. I think it's through what two thousand fifteen or sixteen January. Don't quote me on it, but yeah. um, So if you look at that pricing and what Square, say, competitor has been charging up until this point, Square was at three and a half percent. So roughly cutting it in half for sure and the the thing with Amazon is the business model is we're gonna introduce a product it's not gonna be profitable but we're gonna scale it up until the point where it is profitable and some some companies are gonna fall by the wayside ultimately what'll happen to Square and other payment providers who knows but I wouldn't be surprised to see them match some sort of pricing right to, to Amazon Local Register. Yeah,
1: I, so I did a little bit of research. So the promo fee of 1.75%, like you said, it'll move up eventually to 2.5%. Um, this compares to 2.75% for Square right now or 2.7, 2.7% for PayPal. But with this sort of thing, that, and the, what struck me as huge is, you know, these are small business owners. A fraction of a percent mm-hmm. is a big deal to these guys, you know? So, I don't know. It's
0: uh, way of the future, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if you back it up to retailers notoriously low-margin businesses. And if you look at small business retailers, notoriously even more low-margin. So 1% matters, obviously. For sure, yeah. It's definitely a product that has uh, some appeal to it. Right. Uh,
1: What was everybody's opinion? Uh, Because we kind of started talking about this downstairs, but I'm interested to finish up the conversation Mm -hmm. on the uh, buy button on the Washington Post. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if it
0: monetizes it and brings the Washington I Post... I couldn't believe...
1: It was actually surprising me because um, he bought the Washington Post for $250 million out of his own pocket. And originally it was going to be the Washington Post will not have any... Amazon won't touch Washington Post at all. But uh, they started dropping this buy button in and I the example I saw was a photo of mentioning a book and then having a buy it now button next to the mention of that book in a Washington Post article. And I was like, wow, that would work. I might be willing to Mm -hmm. buy that, especially if I had a Kindle already
0: or something like that. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's extracting more value out of the same customer. Um, Newspapers, something, are a dying breed, but Washington Post has a a pretty good following. So we'll see ultimately if they can um, make it worth the $250 million.
1: Right. So, um, Talking about Amazon and extracting value in what they're building, that's kind of how the business should be valued. Because there are some people who might say that Amazon doesn't make any money right now. Why are we paying $350 a share for this thing? Mm -hmm. So the bigger question is, does it make money?
0: (laughs) Well, they they make money. They're cash flow positive, net income positive. Is it as profitable as what other traditional retailers are, like Walmart? no i mean they're sub 1% in right. terms of a profit margin so you know backing it up as i mentioned before to their whole strategy they will undercut anybody on price provide value to the customers and ensure that the customers stay there for you know what they might measure in lifetime value which is continually customers are returning to amazon to buy their products and that's where they make up that extra money right so like prime the whole goal with Prime is really just to drive more users into the ecosystem and become familiarized with Amazon.
1: Right, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, and for our uh, viewers that don't are, aren't aware, um, Amazon's gap net income last year was sixty cents. However, their free cash flow last year was two point zero three billion. However, and this is kind of one of the uh, the bigger things that I wanted to get into the valuation and everything. This is actually down from free cash flow in 2010 of $2.5 billion and $2.9 billion in 2009. Mm-hmm. So, it's not like dropping precipitously or anything, but free cash flow is a little bit just below where it was four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Where should investors be looking at the future potential of Amazon in terms of profitability? Because eventually, this thing does need to make a profit.
0: Well, it, and some would argue maybe it doesn't. Well, it makes a profit, but some would argue that what they're doing now can be maintained in the future. Um, you know, I guess kind of countering that is actually Bezos himself. He said in his sixty-minute inter- sixty minutes interview, um, when talking about the drones, every company has some sort of life life cycle to it. Right. And even someday, Amazon will decline. When that is, who knows? Ultimately, but if you look at the drivers behind the business, and are you a buyer today? Yes, personally, I, I am a shareholder. Would be a buyer. You have to look at how the company is investing in the future. And what sort of potential there is beyond that, as you mentioned, there is a you know a high single digit low double digit penetration in all of retail sales e-commerce right. wise. so that's a huge, huge, I guess ocean that opens up with with the potential to be to make online more of a uh, I guess a shopping method or shopping channel. So if we look at Amazon Web services and the cloud, if we look at their hardware also on the retail side of it. They're investing aggressively in that business. Obviously, free cash flow is, is suffering as it has in the last few months down sure. from, from 2013. But investing in the business, that's good for shareholders over the long term.
1: Right. What about you? What, what do you think on the Um I thought long and hard about this, and it sounds crazy, but every time I read about what Bezos does with, oh, I don't know, payments or drones or same day delivery or anything else, these are technically money losing operations as they are right now. But I I think about like you know in business school you read about like what John D Rockefeller did with Standard Oil a hundred and fifty years ago, a hundred years ago. He would go into new markets and he would just undercut below cost the competitors on just simple oil products and everything. They'd go out of business. Then he'd just go back to the regular market price and he'd make a ton of money. And that's what it would be doing. It sounds crazy, but it kind of lends itself to what you were saying. But despite its eighty billion dollars in revenue, despite its two hundred and what what's his market cap like. Hundreds of billions of dollars of market capitalization. It's in. It's possible that Amazon needs to be valued as a startup still. I mean, with the growth they're seeing,
0: like it could could be
1: the first trillion dollar. We don't know. Like Mm -hmm. it could theoretically, as e-commerce continues to grow and every year it becomes a bigger part of the economy. Is there any company that's more tied into that than Amazon?
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess working off that point, (laughs) we'll see ultimately, but. The most valuable thing, which I think you can build a company around, is providing value to a customer. And Amazon right. is doing that for the most part at a lower price than all the competitors. That has huge potential. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, getting back to Prime as well, it's all about value for for the consumer. So as long as they have good deals, two days of shipping, free streaming music, free streaming videos, um, pricing on on the phones and so forth. So. All in all, it's definitely a business that, of course, being a buyer, I see as as some long-term potential. Very cool. Regardless of the P.E. ratio. Naturally. Yeah. (laughs) Very cool. So with that, Fools, this is where the money is. And Sean and Nathan, take care. Have a good one.